Hi everyone and welcome to Nettie's Corner, a podcast about all things mental health and mental wellness. And I am so excited to get into this topic today because it is something that has come up for us um, during this pandemic, during this really weird time in our lives. And I think something that's going to spill over for us um, in our everyday lives. So it is about to be April and a lot of us are upside down, right? We don't know what day of the week it is. Um, our goals have come to a complete stop for some of us because outside is currently canceled and there's a lot of uncertainty. So I wanted to give you some, something to be certain about and something to help you get through the days. Now we're going to talk about habits and routines. First, um, I want to discuss habits, uh, from this book that I read called the power of habit by Charles um, Ding, and he basically explains what we, why we do the things that we do in life and business. It is a great book. If anyone is interested in reading it, it's highlighted all over, and that's what I'll be referencing during my talk because I want to make sure you guys know that I am not a habits expert, but I am an expert on routines, I would like to say. So we are creatures of habit. From the moment that we wake up in the morning to brush our teeth to the moment that we go to bed and turn off the light, There are certain things that are habitual, certain things that we do throughout the day that give us satisfaction, certain things that we don't even realize that we're doing it, but it's a way that our brain has kind of chemically created this formula to help us reach a certain kind of satisfaction. So if you think that, you know, a simple act like brushing your teeth, that's something that became a habit for you because you enjoyed being able to feel that nice, tingly, clean feeling. Now, the way that habits work is that usually you have a cue. So say that the cue is um, you're tired at work and you're feeling that kind of 3 p.m. slump. Um, The routine might be to go get a cup of coffee because you are craving for a break and you need to wake up. And your reward is that you feel more awake and you can communicate with your peers. The same thing with... um, for somebody who maybe is at home, you wake up and your your cue is, oh, I want, I'm waking, I just woke up in the morning and I want to see what's going on. So the routine is to grab your phone and scroll through social media. And the reward is that you may stay informed. You get to talk to your friends. You post a selfie. You post a picture that you really like, something like that. The reason why those things happen, um, for habits, you always have the cue, the routine, and reward. And the goal for that loop is called, um, is something that, that is going to fulfill you. So the, the, for in terms of waking up, not waking up, sorry. Yeah. Waking up in the morning to grab your phone, to talk to your friends. Basically the reward is that you're able to feel fulfilled and that's what's helping you wake up the routine of getting a cup of coffee, um, in the midday because it's because you're craving a break. So we do the things that we do throughout the day because they help us get through the day. Whether your habits are good or bad, they will they give us some kind of reward, even the bad habits. Say you're somebody who smokes cigarettes. Um, when you feel like, oh man, I'm really stressed out, your cue is to, well, the, the cue is the stress, and then your routine is to grab a cigarette, and your reward is that you feel satisfaction. Even the bad habits have a reward. Okay. So, so often people are thinking, well, how can I develop good habits? Cause right now we're in a situation where we're staying home more, we're out of our um, regular routine 
And so people are probably thinking in terms of it being almost April, 2020 is flying. There's a lot of things going on. How do you develop better habits? Well, in the book, The Power of Habit, they talk about in order to, for you to create better habits, you need to change your routine. So the cue is going to be the same. Say you feel tired and you grab that cup of coffee um, and you, the reward is that you're awake. So what you want to change in your in that loop is the routine. So the example that they show is that, okay, so you're at your desk and you're really tired. Say instead of getting a cup of coffee, you go and talk to one of your coworkers or you, you go for a drink, you go for um, a walk or you go for a glass of water, your reward is going to be the same. You're awake and you're able to talk to people in your office, if that makes sense. Another thing that the power of habit kind of explains and in order to promote change is that you have to change your routine and change requires you to sometimes reach out to your community or a group. It says that committing to change as a group is going to increase your odds of being able to be successful. You know, that's why people have accountability partners when they go to the gym. That's why people join Weight Watchers. That's why people join AA. In the book, it explains how AA Um, how Weight Watchers, how these big, big organizations have been really, really successful at helping people change their behavior because groups allow us to be able to hold each other accountable and allows us to really support each other in a way. So if right now you're in a situation where you're struggling with bad habits, quote unquote, and you want to gain new habits, really sit down and think about What is it that is giving you that satisfaction when you perhaps wake up in the morning and and go on your phone? I'm not saying that that's bad, but if that's something that you want to stop, then think about what kind of reward are you getting? If you're the kind of person that you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is grab your phone and then you feel like, oh great, I wasted my time, now I'm running late and now I feel like shit because I don't have, um, I didn't have a green tea latte and I didn't go work out. If that's, what, if that's the kind of reaction that social media is giving you, then that's a whole different conversation because it's no longer giving you the kind of reward. Now it's impacting your mental health. But if there's something that's giving you a positive reward, quote unquote, but it is, it is negative, um, say like smoking cigarettes, you want to stop doing that or say, it, you know, something like eating red meat or having a cup of coffee, like something that you want to change, then you have to change the actual routine of, you know, grabbing a cigarette, grabbing a cup of coffee, going on your phone. And you need to figure out what those things cue up for you. Because the same is true for good habits. If you think about it, if you turn this around and think about, okay, well, what are my good habits cue for me? All your habits cue something for you. So when you wake up in the morning and you brush your teeth and you feel that peppermint feeling, you know, like, okay, great. My teeth are cleaned. Um, When you have a cup of coffee and you feel that zing in your bloodstream, you're like, great, I'm awake. Um, When you finish that homework assignment, um, you're like, okay, something finished. So every time when you get dressed, um, when you walk your dog, when you cook dinner, everything, every single habit and every kind of thing that you do throughout the day gives you some kind of reward. So if there's habits throughout your day that you are struggling with, that you think you want to change, think about what that habit um, cues up for you and what kind of reward it gives you. Now, when it comes to habits and routines, they're very, very similar. Routines are something that you do throughout the day 
to get you through the day. So a routine might be that you're on a schedule. Habits are the things that we do habitually, that we don't even realize that we're doing it um, throughout the day that gives us a reward. Routines can also give us a reward as well, but routines usually are something that sometimes it's um, conscious and sometimes it's subconscious. So you might wake up in the morning and do A through Z and you never realize you're doing it. In other instances, some of us have to do a much um, harder job of developing a routine because we can get into the habit of laying around. You see how they're kind of related? So right now we're in a situation where things are very uncertain. And I said in the beginning that I want to give you some certainty. The only thing that you guys have control over right now is yourself, honestly. Um, You are the only person that's going to help you get through this. And in times of crisis and in other times as well, routines are very, very important. And the way I think, and I think that I'm the expert in this because routine has helped me get through my mental health and routines are are usually the thing that I give, um, that I tell my friends to do or have told clients, um, you know, who I've worked with in the past, our routine is going to help them. So, you know, a common complaint, especially right now is that people don't feel as productive. They're sleeping a lot. They're very depressed. They're anxious because they're not doing the things that they're able to do. Um, they're at home all day. Um, they're looking at the same four walls. Everything is closed. So it might be hard for you to think like, well, how am I going to keep my routine if I can't do anything? So let's think about it like this. What are the things that you have going on for you right now? You you might have a routine of every Saturday going to get your car clean, um, getting, you know, getting a manicure, getting a pedicure, um, going grocery shopping, going for a run you know, taking the kids to a park, you might have this routine every weekend or you might have this routine every week where you go to the gym in the morning or you go to the gym at night. Currently, we know that none of those things I've just mentioned are open right now, but that doesn't mean that you completely stop your life and that your life stops. You have to develop a routine with the things that you have in front of you. So I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm working from home part-time right now. And how that looks is that when I go to work and when I come home, sorry, throughout the week, Work or home, I am doing the exact same thing. The only thing that changes is that I leave my house a couple times a week. So when I wake up, I still, you know, do my morning routine, which we'll get into. Go to work. I'm clocking in and out at a certain time. Come home. That's when my evening begins, however that looks. And then I have my night routine, which is my before bed routine. For someone like me who's working part-time, and for those of you who have been on quarantine week three or four, that really should not change for you. You really should not be um, clocking in and out of work for the day whenever you want because that is just not good for your mental health. Your routine should and should have, if you haven't started already, stayed the same right now. So if you work from eight to four, then that means you're still getting up at six or 6.30, whenever that is, to work out, take a shower, have breakfast, watch the news, um, play with your dog, take your dog for a walk, whatever it is that before work looked like for you when you were working, you have to take those elements that are still present for you. So whether that's walking your dog and watching the news and things like that, you still clock in at eight. I encourage you to get dressed and shower, clock in at eight, give yourself a lunch break at 12, 12 o'clock, 1230, one o'clock, whenever that works for you and clock out. Okay, because if you don't do that, you're going to get into a habit of 
having the roles, the days roll into each other. I saw someone say the other day, like, wow, I can't believe it's Thursday. If you don't know what day of the week it is, that's kind of a problem because you should schedule all out, excuse me, your days. There are a lot of people right now, if you have social media, that are doing classes, um, free workouts, there's resources. I would encourage you, if this is the type of person that you are, whether it's a paper calendar or an iCalendar, um, like Google, you know, on Google or your iPhone, schedule out your week. You should just not let the days blend into each other. Because while outside is not open and, you know, everyone's situation is different and things are kind of uncertain, you should still have a routine for yourself and your family. So let's break it down from the morning to the evening. So morning routines are something that I have talked about on my podcast and a previous podcast for, that I had for a while. Whether we're in crisis or not, having a morning routine makes a huge difference in your mental health. How you start your day, I cannot stress this enough, will impact, impact how the day goes. Think about when you were a teenager, or maybe you have teenagers, and they wake up in a sour mood, they didn't get enough sleep, they didn't have a good breakfast, and now they're having behavior problems at school. That is a prime example of not being able to have a good routine in the morning. If you are a person that you um, are getting, if this is a, if you're a teenager listening to this, and you have a, an adult who's yelling at you about getting ready in the morning, um, you didn't get to eat breakfast, that takes a toll on your day. I use a teenager example because that's the easiest one. But if you're an adult and you wake up late for work and now you're rushing, you didn't get your, you didn't do your hair, you didn't pick out your clothes the night before, you um, are now going to be running late for the train, now you're stuck in traffic, now you're late to work, didn't have breakfast, you're stressed out and you're sweating because you, you don't know if your boss is going to notice that you're late. Having time in the morning to do your running routine, giving yourself time is vital. Um, and I also mentioned some things about the night before having a night routine. Sorry, let me go back. Having a morning routine that solid really begins the night before I was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day and she was doing, we were talking about skincare and she says, I prep my skin at night for the next day. And I'm like, Oh, okay. How does that, how does that make sense? Um, well, right, you know, I spend a lot of time at night prepping my skin with um, skincare and things like that. So the next day when I apply makeup, my skin won't feel so, um, so upset. It won't be like traumatized from the makeup and there won't be all this like stuff on it. Okay. So think about it the same way in terms of back in the day, you know, this is not something that, that is new. Think about when your parents would tell you to take all your clothes in the morning, or maybe they'll tell you to pack your lunch or make sure that your homework was done the, the night before. They weren't telling you this because they were nagging you. They know this because from the, from the beginning of time, we know that in order to prepare for the day, we need to be preparing for the day, the night before, honestly. Okay. Make, think about it like this. If you're not the kind of person who, who, um, takes their clothes out in the morning, packs their lunch. Those two acts, try doing that. If you've never done that before, try taking out your clothes the night before about what you're going to, you know, like what you're going to wear and packing a lunch. 
it makes a huge difference. And you might think, Amneris, you know, that's not, that doesn't really make sense in my situation because I'm at home all day. Okay. But there are things you can do the night before that can prep you for the next day. If you're working from home right now, or say that you don't have a job because you've been laid off the night before, make a list for the next day. Make a list about, okay, so when Monday comes, I'm going to wake up, grab some coffee, take a shower, watch the news, and then maybe from 9 to 10, I'm applying for jobs. From, from 10 to 11, I am redoing my resume. From 11 to 12, I'm FaceTiming with an old colleague. From 12 to 1, I'm eating lunch. Do you see where I'm going from here? Really, it's important to plan out your day so that it could just go smoothly. If our day just does not go smoothly, things are just not going to go well for us. When people literally are like, oh, she can't work with an attitude. She must have had a bad day. Yeah, absolutely. People have bad days for a lot of reasons. But a lot of us, we don't even realize that we're having a bad day because we kicked off in a bad way. So if that's you right now where you don't feel like, or actually, let me repeat that. When you feel like you're all over the place, Sit down, because this is really the time to do this. Sit down and figure out what does your day look like? Do you have a routine for you, for your family? What does that look like? What things can you do the night before to make your morning go smoother? If you are working from home, if you're unemployed, if you're a first responder, all three of those people in those categories are under a lot of stress for different reasons. So this applies to all of you. Have your day planned out as best as you can. And if you're not an hour by hour person, just focus on the morning, night, and then maybe like a mid routine. So that means that you really sit down with yourself and maybe you sit down with you and your partner, or maybe it's you, your partner, your family. And you're like, all right, guys, we've been in our pajamas all week. You know, I've been running around, going to the grocery store every day. The house is a mess. You really organize the week. You know, I'm sure that everyone has a calendar at home, either a paper calendar or you use your Google calendar. This is when you think about how to organize things throughout the week. So if you're home and you feel like you're going stir crazy, give yourself some time throughout the week, an hour a day to organize a room in your house or to go through your cabinets and clean them or whatever the case may be. Give yourself little projects. There's so many ways for us to be creative. Like I mentioned before, there are people who are doing classes, um, workout classes and IG TVs and lives. If those things interest you, don't just bookmark them, like them and then save them and never put them in your calendar. Okay. Those are important as much as there's so many resources out there that I put some in my calendar that I want to engage in. And I literally have the busiest week. Mind you work is super slow and I barely have anything going on, but I am fitting in time to read. I'm fitting in time to work out. I'm fitting in time to do something creative. There are ways that you can we can get through this. And the only way that we can do that, guys, is if we control, if we take control, if we take control of the situation. So that means sitting down, seeing how you can make your day better, looking at what you can do the night before. Figure out what's going to make you happy when you wake up in the morning. I think that I talked about sparking joy in the last episode what are the things that spark joy for you when you wake up are you the kind of person that you go to sleep with the tv so you like to wake up with the tv do you want to hear the birds chirping do you have your matcha kombucha do you have your coffee like how is it that you want to wake up in the morning do you want to wake up before the rest of your family so you can have some quiet time do you want to blast music while you're in the shower what is going to set off your day in an appropriate time 
most of the books that I've read about habits and routines says that you should really be waking up an hour earlier from your actual actual wake up time because we actually spend a lot of our morning doing nothing. A lot of the time we're scrolling through social media, we're making breakfast, like we waste a lot of time in the morning. So you have to kind of give yourself that extra hour to waste. I think it's okay to waste time in the morning. I personally am not a morning person. But what has helped me get ready for the day when I'm having my darkest days is a morning routine. My morning routine looks very simple. I wake up in the morning. I have really bad anxiety. So usually I have to like walk around the house a couple times. I don't know. my my Well, not my house, but my apartment. My apartment is fairly small. But my boyfriend knows this. I will be like weaving in and out of each room, just like wandering. I like wander literally for like a good 20 minutes. I don't know why, but that's my anxiety. That's my anxiety and that's my mind wandering. Wandering, excuse me. Usually when I'm doing that, I'm thinking about my day. Usually I will make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, depending on how many coffees I've had that week. I try to only limit myself to having coffee two days out of the week and I only have one cup, I only really need one cup because with my anxiety, I can't have that much caffeine. Um, But I like to have a warm drink in the morning. Sometimes I just do hot water with lemon and I sit on the couch. And usually I'm just staring into the abyss. See why I have to wake up for a whole hour earlier? Because I'm literally wasting time. But I give myself that time to waste. After I sit on the couch and stare into the abyss, Then I get my day started. I'll scroll through my phone, see what notifications I have. I check my bank. I check my email. I usually check my Instagram because that's the only social media I have. My messages and I'll check my calendar for the day. I'll watch some news. Um, I stopped working out in the morning because it was making me rush. And I I like to wake up in the morning gently. I do not like to be rushing. I don't want to get yelled at. I don't want to be in a boxing class. I don't want to be in a spinning class. I just don't want to be doing a lot in the morning. I really want to wake up gently because my job is very stressful and I don't want to have that on me. Even though there's a lot of studies that say waking up in the morning and going to work out is huge for you, that's just not me. And you have to figure out what works for you. You might hear my morning routine and think like, well, I'm not going to be walking around the house for 20 minutes. That's a waste of time. Correct. Hence why it is my routine and I wake up earlier so I can be able to waste my time and my own time. Um... Usually after all that, I start to get ready. Um, Obviously, I brush my teeth. I take my vitamins. I eat breakfast at home. That's a must. And there's going to be certain things that are going to be a must for you. And let me tell you, if you have never had a morning routine, it is going to take you forever to develop one, okay? It is going to take time. So you have to be gentle with yourself because you're going to figure out what works for you. In the beginning, I was one of those people who... Um, to follow what social media told me. I would meditate, work out, write in my gratitude journal. I would do all these things in the morning and then I would be like, wow, by the time work comes, I'm already exhausted. So you have to figure out what works for you. And in my current state of mind, waking up gently, being able to have a cup of coffee while I catch up on the news and social media, then get ready for the day is what works for me. In terms of how the rest of the day looks for you, It really depends on your job. If you're like a freelancer, your job looks completely different. Again, if you're unemployed, it looks completely different than someone who works in the emergency department at a major hospital. But the moment that you clock in to work, whether it's um, virtually or physically, you're working from that 
from that point until the end, okay? So making sure that you give yourself bathroom breaks um, if you can. Because I know, I know nurses who, like, don't use the bathroom all day because it's so busy. Eating is going to be important. Um, those are really the most important two things. Because a lot of people have different kind of schedules. And we all often forget to eat. And that is obviously going to impact our... And, and use the bathroom, which is going to impact our health. Once you clock out, that's the rest of the day is for you. Or maybe it's for your family. If that means homework time, dinner time, gym time, schedule that into your eye calendar or your paper calendar or your family calendar. Like from 6 to 7, I'm going to go for a jog or I have to make dinner or I'm going to meal prep or I'm going to you know, do some content creation. Whatever that looks like for you. And then we get into the night routine, which I've already kind of highlighted is what are the things that you can do at night to prepare yourself for the next day? You know, making a to-do list, cleaning up, um, doing the dishes, uh, packing your lunch, having your workout clothes laid out, like all the, having your regular work clothes laid out, all these things. And again, this is so important just in general in life. If you do not have a routine, you're literally all over the place. Because you don't have any direction, you don't know how your day is going to look. Those people who are just like, oh, I'll just see where the day brings me. I applaud you um, because I could not do that. And there are some people that routines work better for them than others. Some people just like fly by the seat of their pants and don't like to be so organized and scheduled. I get that. But for all of us who are right now are looking for some, some kind of relief, something to help us get through the day, I encourage you to really sit down Look at what your day looks like. Write it down on a piece of paper. Um, talk to your family. Develop a routine. Try it for a week. To try to do this for your family for the whole month or for yourself is really ambitious. Try it for the week because you need to figure out what works for you. Okay? This, may, this means a, a real we working of your whole system. Okay? And now when you're thinking about habits, that's going to come up. When you look at your routine for the day, you're also going to figure out what your habits are. Do you spend um, every day in the drive-thru getting McDonald's breakfast? Do you wake up on your phone and then you're late to work? Those little habits will come up. And then the second conversation with yourself is, what are the habits that I need to change? And how can I change them? And what do they queue up for you? And if you are curious as to how to change those habits and you're having a really hard time, first, I would talk to your community, whatever your community looks like. And see if other people are struggling with this and try to get them to help you. And second, I would tell you to do your research. I got this book, The Power of Habit, because I was really struggling with how to function with all these like transitions going on in my life. And I literally felt all over the place. So I wanted to learn a little bit more about my habits and how I can change them and has dramatically helped me. So I hope that this episode was as helpful for all of you as it was for me, honestly, to record it. Um, I've had this conversation with a lot of people in many different situations, and I think it's really, really helpful. If you have any questions specifically about more resources, if you want to have a chat about your routine, if you want advice, please let me know. I'm very, very active on Instagram uh, via DM. If you want to email me, the email for the podcast is nettiescornerpodcast at gmail.com. I will talk to you guys soon. Stay well and take care.